this is supposed to be like high grade shit. Yeah. Hey, 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 all my gals and guys and non-binds. Welcome to the next episode of The Juice Box with me, Raspberry, your host. And I'm so happy to be here recording this for y'all, talking with y'all today, because today is a really important episode and i mean they all are important because we are going to be discussing mental health like we like to do while getting into our creative living space um so i hope that y'all are ready to get to know me a little bit more because i'm going to discuss my stage name and where it came from what inspired it I feel that I haven't had the space to really properly discuss this because it is a very layered uh, story to tell. So before we jump into that, I do want to make sure I give y'all my thanks and my gratitude because we have reached over 30 plays on the podcast so far, and we're about... 40 listeners away from hitting that 50 listener goal that I'm reaching for. So continue to share, continue to post and comment because the more people I reach, the more content I can make for y'all. And again, make sure you do hit me up on the Instagram or the Tiki Talk because my links are there and that's how you get to know what I'm up to, what all the juice flavors I have brewing for you at the moment. So, raspberry, raspberry, razzle dazzle raz. You probably were looking at this, or like when you first came across me and was like, wow, that's an interesting name. I wonder what kind of music they make, or whatever the case is. Um, and I think I probably think the same thing. So, I'm going to go back to, it might have been, no, like 2018. I think it was around that time when I had gone through a really bad breakup it was um one of the most difficult relationships that i had to get through and learn how to process through after it was over i had like been going from house to house trying to get funds together to get an apartment or things like that um after i had sold our house a long time ago me and my sister this is like unrelated unneeded detail but um i had finally got my own apartment and it felt so liberating because i had you know been out of the relationship but still in contact with them which i learned later down the road uh, folks that that is not what you should be doing even though we want to do that oh we got spirit showing up in the camera here is that a floating little yes it was hello welcome here thanks for coming to the juice box today um But I had stayed in contact with this person trying to work through it because me, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt or I like to see the potential. I used to like to hang on to the positive, which I learned also does not um, really hold up a lot when it comes to your experience with them. So um, I was very, very depressed. I had really lost a lot of who I was like I had completely forgot who I was I wasn't eating as much as I should um, because I would just forget there just wasn't that hunger and and I was crying a lot crying to the point where my head was hurting and I was ugly snot nosing everywhere and I was like on the floor just 
it just felt like this pain inside of me. Just I, where could I put it? I, I just didn't know how to get it out of my body. And I had really isolated very hard. Um, I had kind of leaned on my mom and my sister during this time. And it was kind of hard to see them there in my presence. Cause it was like during my birthday too. And I just wasn't feeling happy about it. Like my mom had made a cake and had invited a couple people over to eat. And I just like, was like, uh, you know, and I just cried because I wanted to feel happy and excited about it, but I just couldn't. And to see them be affected by, you know, because I'm normally a happy, upbeat, positive person. So, so to see me so broken down and like withered away like I was, it, I mean, I, I can imagine it, it was hard to see. It would be hard for me to see if it was the other way around. So I was on medical leave from work as well. So like there was just a lot of stuff happening. And then like my medical disability didn't get approved. So I ended up getting evicted from that apartment. Like a lot of, a lot of stuff happened to me in this moment. But during this time, um, I, I wasn't doing a lot of expression as far as music went. I had just completely like that part of me was dead. I, the music I was making before the breakup was very dark. It was very, it was like, I don't know, rustling some feathers inside of me, like kicking up this dust. And I think that's kind of what started it. Um, because who I was with, they, I feel like they kind of contributed to that style of music, not just because of the relationship, just because of what they were personally interested in. So um, it was hard to go back and even listen to that stuff after I had been out of the relationship because it didn't feel like me. It didn't sound like me. And I knew that it was, but it just, it wasn't a part of me that I had shared a lot or really discussed a lot with anybody like that. I had kept hidden for a very long time because it felt ugly and, and dark and just, just not anything that I, I wanted to showcase. So I started playing um this video game called overwatch um as you know i am a gamer like i play this video game pretty much every day but this game helped me a lot with my mental health because it, it is a team-based game where you do communicate via voice comms with people i've made a lot of really great friends through it um, some that i'm still friends with today that are my best friends but during this time i had not been feeling the best, obviously, and meeting these other people who were also going through other things, not not necessarily a relationship breakup, but they were going through things that I was able to offer advice on, especially when it came to mental health, because I'd been dealing with it for such a long time already. Um, kind of going back to the previous episode where I talked about damage, like that was 2015, where I really started to kind of awaken to it. And we're here now in 2023. Um, but back to the raspberry situation, 2018, 2019, around that time, um, that I was able to really help people with like wanting to unalive themselves. There was a couple people who talked about it in a joking way. And I felt like that was a coping mechanism, which I didn't quite like because I take that stuff very seriously so I was able to develop really genuine, I don't know, connections and have a friendship with these people. And we would laugh and joke about 
you know, video game stuff and I could be goofy and do my, you know, I do different voices and accents and stuff because this video game has people from all over the world. So we have like Korean and Chinese and we have Mexican and we have Spanish and we have Nigerian. Like there's a whole bunch of black people on there. There's the English, there's the Australian, like there's a whole bunch of just cultures in this game. That's why I probably like it a lot because I'm a cultural kind of guy. I love it. I love the spice of life. Give it to me. And so I started to develop this like positive energy field around me that I was able to like shoot out to people when they needed it. And I always looked forward to playing with them because they were excited to have me in their presence. They always said that like they always had a good time, that I was funny. Like, I don't know. I think everyone needs their ego stroked a little bit. And I, I needed it during this time where I just had lost my self-worth, my self-vision. I had shied away from all the stuff I loved doing, like to the point where I was neglecting my own body, you know? So I stayed up very long nights till two, three, sometimes four in the morning playing this video game, talking to these people from Canada and Spain and a lot of them here in the US. And they helped me through that. And in the connection with that, um, I started wanting to produce music again. So like I sat down at my computer and a little I tapped away on my keyboard, my little MPC and did my thing. And the vibes that were coming off of this new music just felt so different. It felt uplifted. It felt like I had a story to tell. It felt like I had found the road I needed to be on. And that's like where the seed was planted. So when I had finished producing this song and writing it, it's, it's no longer out right now. It was called If You Wake Up. Um, if you're interested, comment, um, message me and let me know if you want to hear it. And I'll put it out on streaming because it's, I don't have to do anything different with it. It just, it is what it is. I'll put it out so y'all can vibe, get back on it. But this song was talking about just like, because literally I say, say that I'm not good enough. Yeah. As if I give a fuck. So basically the whole song is that type of vibe where it's harnessing who you are, being confident in that. And if there's any opposing force to that, being like, fuck it, I don't care. It's like you, you, you're not affecting me anymore because I'm the baddest, like I'm the boss, whatever you want to call yourself, that, that is what that song is about. So before I wasn't really believing that I wasn't confident in who I was. I was still kind of shy and reserved, which I normally am in general. But when it came to my expression of how I felt vocally, not even just art, artistic expression, I wasn't talking about it in a way where I should have. I was letting a lot of things just kind of sit on my back and melt on me and sizzle me. And I didn't like that. So this felt so like a higher self had finally stepped into my body. Like my soul was upgrading and I wanted to go by a different name than my own because I had already been going by my own name in different variations over the past few years before this, when I had started like just really diving into producing music and stuff. And although they were still me, this new music didn't feel like, Cameron you know it felt like something different so as I continued playing my overwatch game gaming with my friends I was listening to all types of music because that is something that has always gotten me through the darkest of storms in life I was listening to a lot of prints um, I have a record player and I love to collect vinyl I have at least probably 30 records but I was playing a lot um 
of his music and also streaming. And Raspberry Beret is actually one of my favorite songs by Prince. I think it's a very sexy, very like politely sexy and like upbeat song. And it makes me happy every time I see it. I love to, I think it's saxophone. That plays in the hook part. It's literally the best thing since sliced bread. And I really loved it. So during this time in my depression, my music, like I was starting to kind of grow back into myself. Um, PlayStation, because I do play on PlayStation for all you gamers out there. If you play Overwatch, I do like to play with people. So um, if you're interested too, drop your gamer tags and I will add y'all or whatever. But um, PlayStation allows you to change your gamer tag for the first time and you could do one for free. So my gamer tag used to be my full government name. And I didn't want to have it be that anymore. So I changed it to Raspberry Beret. My friends started calling me Raz, Raspberry. Um, and that just felt so, it was like a positive little pulse every time I heard it. It just like hit me in my feels. Like when you, when you, when someone compliments you or like something really nice happens and you just feel that like the ice that be hitting around, like that's how I felt. So because I am a spiritual guy, I did end up also looking into what the spiritual meaning of the raspberry is, because I wanted to make sure that if I'm going to kind of claim this name, I want to make sure it aligns with who I am. And guess what? It absolutely did. <clears throat> so before I explain what that was, I just want to let you all know that I am sipping my tea today this time it is different it is a lemon ginger and manuka honey tea my rum tums is feeling a little bit upset so when that's feeling that way i do like to do a little bit of ginger to calm it down and it's at the right temperature i don't like to drink it when it's too hot if it's too hot and it burns my tongue off i don't like it and then i do got my incense pop in today it is dragon's blood actually which is another top 10 of my favorites Hopefully, I'm going to be going into getting a different incense for every episode and getting different brands and different teas and stuff to shout out and let y'all know what I'm sipping on. And as you know, I am recreationally enlightened or medically, but we are on that vibe. <clears throat> so hopping back into what the symbolism of raspberry is. So I got my little book of knowledge because I have looked up what the meaning of the raspberry is many times to refamiliarize myself. And as you know, like I said, I forget, I forget it a lot. And so people ask me, what does it mean? It means a lot. And then my brain gets fumbled and overwhelmed because I like, I have a little bit of a stuttering problem, like a speech impediment of some sort that I used to struggle a lot with when I was little. And it does come out every now and then when I get really excited about stuff because I talk very fast. So I apologize for that. And I hope that you can follow along with me and that you'll still be okay. Um, so raspberry, the symbolism in itself, it, it's connected with passion, sexuality, illusion, matters of the heart, creativity, love. So that's kind of all what I feel like I am. Like I'm a very, you know what? I'm a sexy guy and I'm a harness that energy. I look good and I love the way that I look. I didn't always think in this way or feel this way. So for anybody who's like, oh, that's cocky, fuck you, politely, <laughs> respectfully, because I don't care. Um, it took a long time for me to love the skin that I'm in. So I'm going to flaunt that. Um, but the raspberry is, it's a very strong feminine energy 
like it's a feminine symbolism fruit a fruit that symbolizes feminism a lot because back in like historical times like historical times when i think historical times i'm thinking like you know kings and queens and like 1300s like that is historical times when i say that but they used to use raspberries and raspberry leaves for um treating a lot of women's ailments like menstrual cramps and stuff like that so um that was an interesting to learn i do have stomach cramps um not necessarily menstrual related obviously but i'm would probably be interested to see if i could use that to my uh use it to my benefit so spiritually speaking the raspberry is used in a lot of like workings with love protection growth adaptability and it's it's connected with crystals such as garnet ruby chestnut jasper which this is a garnet right here that i'm wearing around my neck i got this in california when i went to disneyland last year actually um and i didn't know that until i looked up this and researched the raspberry symbolism before this episode so that was cool that i already kind of naturally aligned with that and the colors symbolize power the color red you think red and you think valor you think courage you think of a lot of heroic qualities i feel like that is very evident in me as a person as i've grown up and learned about myself and there are anti antioxidants in the berry itself that help with fighting chronic disease so like myself raspberry haters and negative energy is a chronic disease right so i be helping y'all fight y'all chronic energy diseases with my music kind of in the way that the um raspberry does and what was really cool that i also found out because i do be looking into my tarot i'd be um pulling a little card to see what guidance i need for the day um in the herbal tarot it appears on the queen of wands which is a symbol of strength and self-actualization so the fact that my whole brand my whole the reason why i'm here with y'all vibing in the way that i do is to express my self-actualization and my realization and all that and also inspire y'all to do the same thing um raspberry is is a is a fruit that is it's symbol symbolic of patience because it doesn't bear fruit in its first years it focuses more on strengthening its root system and deepening that and i feel like you have to do that i had to do that before i could grow and actually bear the fruit which i consider to be my music and like the podcast and the other art forms that i will be getting myself into like those are the fruit of my labor the fruit of my raspberry bush and this fruit especially when you're like dreaming about it or you're eating it you try to want to think about this like you're taking in all of these spiritual you know qualities and stuff like that but it helps you focus on your creative flow and reminds you to get back into that and i feel like that is something that i always have to constantly remind myself if i'm ever feeling down in the dirt down in the dopes i need to express myself via painting writing singing dancing cooking cooking and baking i love to do that i also could consider that an art form because it is so relaxing to hear that sizzle of ingredients and that smell and all the seedy the seedings well i guess there are seeds for seasonings but the seasonings you'd be popping in there i'd be popping in there i love to cook i slay in the kitchen all day so that just really tied into 
who I was feeling as a person, who I wanted to be, what my music was, what I wanted to put in my music. I meant to think like when I, I looked a little bit further into it, like in, in Native American culture, they um, the raspberry would be used in protection against unwanted spirits. And in Irish tradition, they would use it to attract bees. Like there's just random little tidbits of knowledge that I find that I love the fact that it wards off unwanted spirits. I, I have a couple Native American friends and other artists out there that I've connected with. And I like am interested to talk to them about like what, how do you know any raspberry cultural like stories you could tell just so I could like hear about um, like what they do with it. And then like, I have Irish, um, culture, our Irish background, not really kind of, I took a DNA test and the white side of me is like Irish. So, and I like bees. I got a drone that has a bee on it. And I think that bees are important to the world because they pollinate and I'm trying to pollinate y'all. You feel me? There's so much that goes into this. There's so much that goes into it. And that's why, you know, a lot of my songs will have, every song has some type of symbolic meaning. If you look into the lyrics, I look up the spiritual meaning of stuff all the time before I write anything. So go back and listen through my catalog and see if you can pick up on stuff. I'll drop you a little hint or give you one to start. Like Thorns, for instance, the raspberry, although it is a very fragile, sensitive, fruit, feminine, soft, the thorns do remind you to be careful because although I am soft at times, I'm not one to be played with and I will put you in your place if you overstep a boundary. Like the thorns are the boundaries. I didn't have those before. So to have this, so many different layers be toppling themselves on top of me, and feeding into me so I could feed it out to y'all. It's just, it was really cool to have this moment happen for me in like kind of a self-discovery place where I wasn't me at all. We got people outside mowing the grass and all that. So hopefully that's not too loud. But getting back into Raspberry, I did also learn that it is connected with the number seven, which asked to seek the truth through the illusion. And I feel that a lot of life is an illusion and that's something that I look to to seek the truth that I also push on to y'all in a way to think outside the box and think outside the structure that this whole country is built off and think outside of what we are taught to be and do and feel from such a young age as an adult, almost 30 years old, it took me a long time to get here, but it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're 50, 60, 18, 23, going once, going twice. If you're any of those ages, just the more aware that you are of yourself and what's happening around you, you're able to really pick and choose where you want to put your energy at because where you put it at, you know it's going to grow. It's going to come back to you. Like there, There's just a lot more that you can do. You have more free choice of things and what you think that you do. And I know that it feels really restricted, especially when mental health is tied in, trying to live this life that nobody asked for. It's something that anyone can do if you just stay diligent with it and you really, like I said, want to work to get better, you will and you can because I didn't think that I would. I never thought that I would be here doing this. I never thought that I would be alive, you know? 
because I, I was ready to check out. It, it was so hard to have all these emotions inside of me and to take on other people's emotions and to really care and love so much about everything and everyone because I needed more of that as a kid. So to have to give that and give it in tenfold to everybody, it does come back to you. It absolutely does. There's so much life inside of me, inside of you, and you deserve to live that. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to achieve your goals and to, and to get success. And if anyone tells you that you're not going to or you don't deserve that because you're not like them, and when I say not like them, I'm talking about the non-palm-colored people, <laughs> to be polite about it. So all of my black and brown brothers and sisters and my queer friends and my brothers and sisters, I am seeing the struggle and the hard work that y'all go through, that we go through together. And I want you to know that your voice matters, your art matters, and your existence matters. And I hope that you never, from this point on, if you're listening to the Juice Box podcast, I hope from this point on that you never doubt that ever going forward. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and let's get into these Q&A or questions, I guess. I did not put these in order, so I'm, I took a screenshot of some stuff, and we're going to go from there. So um, our first question today from Baby Tati underscore. That's her name. Um, what's your vibe while in the studio must-haves in the capitals? Who can't be there and who can? All right, so my vibe while in the studio, as you already know, I do have, have to have my incense going. I have to have my recreational enlightenment going. And I do like to have my crystals out. So I have like a little circular tray. Well, it's not a tray. It's the lid of a candle that I put crystals in to keep them in my space when I'm moving around from different places. I actually have a mic right here in front of me that has a, a new crystal I got um, recently. This is something moonstone i'll look into that um but i need to have that like that that's definitely a must-have and i do like to have the lighting be right so like you don't want bright fluorescence all of that so i like to put on my led lights i have these color changing lights uh, in here and i have like christmas lights hanging up on the wall that kind of create that warm lighting i love warm cozy lighting because i'm a warm cozy person i love being warm and cozy and who can't be there to be honest, when I've recorded my music as Raspberry, there has never been anyone else in the room with me recording. Like I haven't had like a posse or a crew come by um, outside of my dog, you know, who sometimes will be popping up on the podcast with her little ching ching on her little necklace. Um, and like my boyfriend who has, you know, may have heard me sing or been in the room when I've done some stuff, but I don't really, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to having people in the space. I've never done that. That would be a cool little, I don't know, attempt uh, at opening like maybe a vein I didn't have. I keep saying opening a vein a lot. Opening a vein of creativity, uh, a, a gold pot, a well of juice. Maybe I should, I'll work on it. <laughs> so thank you for that question. Question number two, we have from it's jenny the siren hey girl how you doing um has anyone ever discouraged you in your journey how did you bounce back from it girl has anyone discouraged me a lot of people have tried a lot of people have succeeded as raspberry i feel like it's been a far far lot less that anyone has succeeded 
And I think because I have this inner saboteur, this inner voice that's like kind of a perfectionist that wants to always appear to be put together, always wants to be on top and stuff like that. When I falter or if it's not perfect in my performance and stuff of that nature and um, people have something to say about it, especially when it's like random people online, like who don't even know you who have like no posts on their Instagram or their ticky talky or whatever. It, it's hard to not take the energy in and just pass it through without thinking about it. Like it had, I have to hold on to it for a minute and I have to think, is this making me angry? Is this making me irritated? What is this making me feel? And kind of wash through it, process through it and then put it into something or just let it go. Like that's what I have to do. And I and when I first read this question, I actually thought about one particular time when I was in high school, 10th grade, right? Young Raspberry. I'm I'm a huge musical theater geek. Like I'm not like going to all the musicals and I don't know like a lot of popular ones, but I love to participate in it. I love to act and dance and the whole musical theater thing. That is my vibe, but Back during this time, I was auditioning to be in High School Musical 4, believe it or not. And I posted this like audition reel on YouTube. And this person, random person who supposedly had some college degree in musical theater performance or whatever, had told me that I wasn't going to make it, that my voice was gutted like a fish, that I wasn't, there was no more growth I could basically achieve. And I'm 16 at this time. I'm assuming this person is in college age of like maybe, I don't know, 20. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe more than that. But you have to think you are an adult talking to a child in this way. And during this time, I feel like that could have really destroyed me. And I wasn't really serious about pursuing a lot of stuff at that time. I had a lot of interest. But I think about this moment a lot when I'm presented with something similar, because then if I would have believed what that person told me, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have grown. I wouldn't have achieved what I have achieved and shown myself in this way and really prove that bitch wrong. So I feel that it's a matter of taking in what someone says to you, process what you want from it and let the rest go and use that to propel you forward. Any of the naysaying and the haterage going on, that energy can totally be reverted, reverted, converted, revert is going backwards, converted into positive energy. And if you want to harness your crystals and stuff like that to help you do that, um, like I tend to do, um, that's what you should do. Also, what it can be helpful is journaling. If you don't, if you can't really think that well, or don't think in processing stuff without writing it down, this can be helpful to get it out of your brain. And so that you can go back, maybe review it and read it. That is helpful to do, which is kind of like what I do with my music. They're like, um, or now the podcast, they're like audio journals, you know? So great question. Nice question from poor, unfortunate babe. Well, it's poor, unfortunate babe. Um, what's your creative process like? It is fluent. It is ever changing. What I like to do, I like to pull up my recording program. I use logic, by the way, if anyone's interested in knowing that. And I usually start with the drums or a bass line because those are my favorite parts of the song. I like to make my drums and my bass very hot and rattle those speakers. So that's where I start with to get to, to like to get the body moving. If I can vibe with it, 
I do that. And then I'll try to add in like, you know, a hi-hat or a, like a, a bell or just something that kind of gives that little like ting, ting. And I think that's because Pinocchio. I used Pinocchio is my favorite Disney movie. And in the beginning with the clocks and when it all be going off and the tink, tink, I just, that's, that's so warm and nostalgic for me. So I, I put that into my production. So that goes there. And then I'll try to add in like some type of synthy vibe or like a piano, something that kind of gives a melodic structure to it. If it's not my own voice, most of the time I use my voice as the melody um, and I do my own background vocals. And so I will loop this over and over again. I'll add as I go and I'll structureize the beat and then I'll just sing random bullshit that comes out of my head. Like it literally is the, it, it's, it's random. It, it's gibberish. I should probably do a video showing this because y'all will get a good laugh, but then you'd be like, wow, this goes from here to here. And I'll probably do that on my Patreon. Um, if y'all are interested in that, please drop a comment about it. I'm working hard trying to get it beefed up. So when you do subscribe for $3 a month, $3 a month, um, you're going to have a lot of stuff to get into. Um, but before going to the next question, speaking of creation, Y'all going crazy over my little snippet I put out for my song Root Beer, which I drew that artwork from scratch, y'all. On Procreate, I drew the cup, I did the designs, the, the foam, the straw, all of that. I did all of that, and I'm so proud of myself, and I hope that y'all are giving your life from it, and that you're saying, damn, that's good as fuck because it is. And this song was the same creative process. I actually started producing this song sometime last year didn't really pull any vibes any motivation or not motivation any, any inspiration for me on it so i kept it in the vault pulled it up recently when i had a little session with um, my special guest who was going to be on episode four so make sure that you tune in um i had start i pulled it up then and i'm like oh this is actually really bangs and i started adding in that and then like the so when you listen to that on my instagram mm, that is, I'm, I'm going to put the song out. I'm writing the second verse. I'm going to send it to the engineer guy. We're going to get it mixed up and souped. I want to see how it sounds when someone else puts the magic on it. And I'm going to put that out for y'all because I feel like you need it in your life. And that song is about hustle culture and deading that because I don't, I don't subscribe to it. I don't, I don't thrive in that. Um, that's me, and that's what that song is about. So make sure I put together like a little visual for it that I shot in my bedroom. Like I really give y'all the personality you thought that you, I don't know, you thought that I didn't have. You probably know I got a personality now at this point. <laughs> but check out that song. I love it. Like I've been playing it on repeat myself. Like it gives me hype. Uh, next question from Jasmine Kier. What's keeping you motivated to keep going instead of just saying fuck it? I'm going to say myself because it doesn't matter what's going on around me. It doesn't matter what great things everyone else is doing. If I'm not keeping myself up and pushing, I, I, I'm not going to go anywhere because just saying fuck it is my decision, not anybody else's. So because I'm always self-reflecting and I'm always trying to better myself and learn new things on a daily basis, on those times where I do feel like, oh, why do I just keep going up this hill? I don't have any more strength. It's like I have to check in with myself. My higher self speaks to me and is like, no, bitch. Don't be talking like that. Don't get lazy. Do not get lazy. And I'm going to say this in the most 
you know, loving way possible for you creatives out there, stop being fucking lazy. Finish what you started and put it out. I'm guilty of this. And like I said, I call myself out. So I'm calling you out. Go out and do the performances. Go out and write the book. Go out and do what you need to do. Sitting on your couch and thinking about it is not going to do anything. And I know that that's better or better said than done. Yeah, maybe that's the right thing to say. Um, Because I get stuck in that too. I'm a daydreamer. I'm a Pisces for real. I like to sit and think about all the great things that I'm going to be doing in my life five years from now. And some of those things have come to fruition already. But go out and do that. That's all I'm going to say. All right. uh, Let's see. And then we have... A question here. I didn't get the username, but when you're feeling down and out, do you prefer to be alone or have someone with you? Or do you think one is healthier than the other? And that is a great question. And it all just depends. Um, I do think that if you have the right people that are amplifiers, like they, they lift you up and amplify the good mood um, or the good vibes that you want to have, those are good people to have around you when you're not feeling the best, especially if you communicate with them and they are familiar with your mental health journey and how you feel. I do think that there are some people who trigger that and can um, make that, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they can affect that in a negative way where you, it makes you feel worse. So you don't want to be around those type of people. And it's not necessarily just people. These are like being on social media. There are certain times where I get online and I get triggered. I have to get off, uh, especially when I'm not feeling the best, like books, movies, TV shows. Like there are just certain media that you per, presume <laughs> consume that will make you feel not any better. So I personally have found that spending a little bit more alone time has been more helpful for me as of late because a lot of what I'm going through, another person can't necessarily help me with besides just providing a presence and energy field. So you have to sit with yourself and think about all the things you love about yourself. And and I, and it makes me think about this, this video that I had watched um, where it was talking about a, some type of African culture where if someone did wrong, they would bring them to the middle of the village and they would just praise them and say all of these good things and positive things about this person and what they've done that was good and how that is just a lot more cleansing and a lot more, beneficial than to dwell on the things that you did bad and put all your energy into feeling like a lump on a log. So I try to do that with myself. I literally will go and I'll look in the mirror and it's saying, I, I, I say you, you are important. (laughs) Like from the help, what is it? Man, I can't think of it right now, but I watched The Help for the first time um, last year as well with Violet Davis. And oh my God, I love that movie. I love her. I love her so much. Um, she's also a very huge mental health advocate. I follow her on Instagram and I and I love I love the knowledge that she shares and the positivity she brings by also using her platform for the greater good, which I, which I want to do as well. Um, so I think that, Oh, I also had one more question as well that said, how am I so fine? I'm going to say it's DNA baby. 
All I'm going to say is that it's the mommy and the daddy that did it all for me. And I just like chiseled it up a little bit. But thank you for thinking that I'm fine. You know, I'm like slim thick. Like I got I got a belly on me, guys. I got I got some love handles. I'm thick where it matters. And that's all I'm going to say on that. So I think that's pretty much it. That's all I got to talk about today. Like you learned about where my stage name came from, what inspired that, you know, Prince had to, you know, be in the mix of that, like he pretty much always is. And you learned about a little bit about Root Beer, my new kind of like teaser single that I'm working on that's going to be out in y'all listening ears very soon. And we got into our Q&A, so make sure you tune in to the next episode. I do have a guest on this one, um, it's very it's very fun. I editing it, I laughed a lot, I smiled a lot, I had a great time, and I know that you all will as well. Thank you for listening and for staying with the juice box through to episode three, which is a huge feat for everybody involved. So Raspberry Tribe, the Raspberry Brews. I'm here to quench your thirst for good music and good vibes, and I hope that I have done that. So I love y'all. Have a great rest of your week, a great rest of your day. Drink some water, get lots of good rest, and I will catch you on the next episode of The Juice Box. Great shit. Yeah.